Cheers, mate. You're speaking to the microphone. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so microphone to the face when you're talking, microphone away from the face when drinking beer. Like this. We haven't uh, done this for a little while, hey? Oh, we had um, one week off, which is the longest that we've taken in three months. So that's well, pretty good. it feels like forever because I was in Perth. Yeah, so last week was brought to you um, by Time Travel Technology. And this week we're here possibly close to real time. We'll see how we go. It's a very busy time for us around here. It sure is, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like panic station's busy. No, yeah, fully. I am in a mood, but that's okay. Yeah, it's been a weird time. And I think that's okay. Like this is probably the highest pressure week of our year slash decade slash um, short lives. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon uh, this so. This is one that we'll remember for a long time. I think on the podcast, we've been talking about this for a little while. Like the SFG, Strong First and this thing. And it's like, this is like the the night before. Yeah, so right it's Christmas Eve. Yes. Uh, we're both six and Santa is still real. Like, it's exciting stuff. Mm. So, a bit of context. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Um, it's um, You're listening to a podcast of a gym. And at this gym... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's> <laughs> at, <laughs> at this gym, we are running a certification uh, through Strong First, which is internationally recognized kettlebell certifier. And uh, they're hosting a certificate at our little gym in Mayfield. How cool is that? It's very exciting. How cool is that? So we've got a bunch of students, including myself, who've been training for a very long time, getting keen for it. You're doing a big thing there as well. Yeah. Uh, it's all happening. You've probably heard about it if you've listened to any moment of any podcast that we've had so far. Uh, this is it. It's tomorrow. It's, yeah, it's, it's uh, big news. Hot goss. It's Hot tomorrow. Goss. <laughs> Hot goss. Hot your ears only. It's tomorrow. Uh, it's super exciting. Uh, I think that's probably why we're both having trouble with sentences because we've got got a lot on our little minds. I certainly do. I certainly do. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's like really the only thing that I can really begin to think to talk about right oh, now. Oh, yeah. So um, in gym news, that, that's what you're saying, like updates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up until tomorrow, literally my brain is empty. And then on Monday, we'll reconsider. <laughs> mm. Like maybe we'll start doing things again. Uh, so yeah, keep tuned. Next week, we're back to normal gym life and we'll be like leaning right into all the good stuff of the gym. That's going to be really exciting. Heaps of socials, get everyone out and about. Um, we're, heading in, we're heading into some nice weather maybe. Depends if uh, El Nino or El Nina. La Nina. La, yeah, well, you know what it is. It, the rainy uh, one. The rain Not one. Not the dry one. If that ever, you know... If the world, you know, takes a turn, we, mm. you know, we might have a summer and that'd be great. But saying that, when mm. we do have summer eventually, probably like summer and winter and winter and summer these days, right? It feels a bit like that, yeah. Yeah, but we're going to get out there and do some fun things. Get yeah. out there. We've already set up our um, tables out the back. For oh, a yeah. Little, nice. Beer, beer garden out the back. Yep. We've been contemplating ways to make summer, summer out the back and I got a really cool idea. Is it the beer garden? <laughs> yeah, well, so there's beer garden. But then I also had a cool idea. Then we get a big truck full of sand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we get them to dump the sand out the back and we spread it out so that it's like a nice beach. And then we get a um, like wading pool and we bury it into the sand. And then it's like a beach because you can walk into it. Mm. And it's all like sandy. And then so we're out in the beach, which is out the back door of the gym. And then we kind of like have one of those, you know, outdoor shower and you rinse all the so like sand off your feet and come back into the gym. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. So Cause like, cause what you could do, what I used to do when I was like younger and dumber is I would go to the gym pre-beach and the gym routine would be like bicep curls. Hot. And hanging leg raises. Oh, yeah. Get so the abs shred, Yeah, like get a bit of a, like amp 
ab pump. Oh. Um, but if the beach is right out, like if the beach is the gym, then I would be looking the juiciest at the beach I've looked ever. Great. And then we'll get... I'll show you. I'll show you some uh, ab exercises. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it ever stops raining, we'll have a nice um, beachy summer. That'll be great. Mm. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. We've yeah. got um, lots of people coming to the gym this weekend. Yeah. People so we've we got haven't like seen in a minute. Yeah. Right. We've got like... I don't know. So I, I go to these certs quite often and there's probably like... 10 to 15 people per cert usually and that's at uh, usually I go down to Queensland Kettlebells recently I was in Perth at Hardstyle excuse me just burping everywhere um, Hardstyle Method um, yeah 10 to 15 people and, and tomorrow is going to be closer to 30 people in our humble gym I'm really excited for that I mean it's, it's literally going to be the biggest one since Pavel was down in Perth in like what 2012 Right. Or something like that. Biggest one since Pavel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. In Newcastle for That's the first amazing. time. Cool. How exciting. Yeah, it's really, it's every, it's like the the, uh, the gravity of this whole thing is pretty massive. Yeah. So That's it's hard, awesome. It's hard I'm to wrangle. Very grateful to be a part of it, to be honest. It's pretty exciting. So. You know when you like watch... Uh, Here we go. Like Lord of the Rings. I knew it was going to be Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. Yeah, Lord, so Lord of the Rings and okay. at the end of the movie, you know, you've got... Aragorn and his mates, they go on a battle for the last time. They probably won't win, mm. right? Oh, You've yeah. You've got Frodo and Sam going up the mountain at the same time. <sighs> you got the Ents doing their thing. Like, everything is like just, there's so many characters mm. going at it. And there's a good 10 minutes where you're like, I don't know if they can do it. Oh, it doesn't look like they can, does it? Yeah, like, they're pretty up shit creek. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, I've already said this in the podcast, go fuck yourself. It's one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a spoiler for Lord of the Rings, I'm sorry. Get out. <laughs> yeah, get out. No, no, if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to do so because it's a heartwarming, uh, wholehearted fantasy adventure. That was a much more sympathetic way to say that than what? go fuck yourself. Well, that that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, of course. It's a place of love. Yeah, you know, you, know, you have a little bit of jokes, jokey jokes and... But then at the at the core of it, it's all where want to be friends and have fun. Yeah. So yeah. back to the Lord of the Rings analogy. There's Any, big, yeah, big so fight. Yes, yes, big fight. And um, they came out on top and that's what's happening this weekend. I think it's going to be fabulous. Is oh, it? Like, there's, so many, there's so many things. That's what I was trying to say. The relevance of this oh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, got you. There's yeah, so, so many, many moving things, parts. Moving sure. parts and things that are moving in action. Yes, there really is. There is things that you cannot see, Pippin, that are moving. <laughs> right now yeah you're yeah. right you're right it's very exciting yeah. yes yes yeah. So, so we're gonna be certifying um sfg1 uh strong first gear which i think is like strong gira strong man so us Ket- ladies are just gonna walk us well, all out gira is kettlebell it's kettlebell oh what i thought it was the gira, strong gira, man gira vic is kettlebell man and oh. gira is kettlebell so strong first kettlebell okay okay so but like kettlebells, two words essentially. So it'd be like SFKB, and that's just the mouthful. So it's SFG, back to the Russian roots. Gotcha. SFGira, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, number one, <laughs> <laughs> SFG man slash bell 
is uh, number, <laughs> <laughs> number one being certified in here. I'm a kettle uh, man. <laughs> I'm a kettle man. And you're doing, um, you're going to have uh, a very good attempt, which will be successful, but you are going to have a go at Beast Chamber, which I looked up. Uh, while you're away in Perth, there is a like checklist online of all the people who have mm-hmm. achieved this certification over the world. 98. 98 people? It's 98 people I'm going to try and do tomorrow. I'm going to be 99, which is one of my favorite numbers. That's pretty exciting if you're number 99. Well, I'll be the second one in Australia. The second, so 100 people, well, 99 people all over the world and only one other dude in Australia. Yeah. It's pretty hectic. Yeah, I met him. Oh, I, didn't, I met him a while ago, but I re-met him. Oh, yeah, he was at Perth. Yeah, he's, he's chilling out at Perth. Oh, exciting. He's one of Tim's boys. Cool. Um, Flavio. Great. Good yeah. for you, man. Work yeah. hard. Get get it. Um, oh, I'm getting a little butterflies just thinking about it, but we've got the, the beast tamer himself. Oh, yes. That's, that's such a cool thing, isn't it? Oh. It's happening now. So I talk about this beast tamer thing so often, right? And um, back in the day, way back, Sean Carnes, who's literally outside the door, probably doing some like crunches upside down or something no, like I that. No, I reckon he's probably on his iPad with his like glasses on the tip of his nose doing some work. Yeah, that's probably more realistic. <laughs> he's a human at the end of the day. He's a beast tamer, but he's also a man. Part man, past beast. Part oh, man, part tamer of beasts. Hundred <laughs> percent cool dude. Oh, hundred percent cool dude. Yeah, hundred percent cool dude. Yeah, he's like literally outside right now, which is really cool. Because um, he'll be taking the cert and he's come away from South Africa and he's our guest today, which is amazing. Yeah. In, this, in the echo chamber, did you ever think it could happen? Did I ever think it could happen? Well, like when we started this silly podcast of ours. So we started the silly podcast and I thought we would do two episodes and then probably both just die of embarrassment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And here we are. What? I think we did 13. Yeah, so this is number 14. And we got international guests. Yeah, we got an international guest, 14th episode. Take that, Mr. Rogan. Yeah, pay for it. Uh, International guest, absolutely doing the thing anyway that was a um pat on the back to us but honestly it's massive thank you to sean well, for agreeing to hang out with us because that's yeah, a, he's a busy guy but like yeah. i um i'm just it's just cool it's very cool yeah it's cool to like when that stuff happens to you yeah so um sean's your uh been doing programs for you for a little while you've been working together for a little minute yeah i reached out to um to sean um i would i don't even know for like over a year ago mm. just helped me out with um, programming, we use he's been using um, these strong first programming kind of tools called uh, Plan Strong and uh, Built Strong. So Built Strong is more like hypertrophy and strength, and then uh, Plan Strong is more like one RM stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So you know how I was hating my training? That was just yes. like high volume training, strength training. That was when you were doing like fifty deadlifts. Yeah, it sucked. A- but then like you know, it was worth it. Um, now I'm sitting on the cusp of it. And um, yeah, lately we've been just doing some plan strong, getting really dialed in. Probably do about three reps a week, and it's great. Yes, and, um, ready so to go. Good. Really feeling really. Uh, say it. Say what? Oh, you're gonna say juicy. I was. That's your. G- <laughs> I but I try. I'm trying to <laughs> be better Use every other day. Words. No, I like it. No, you're I like, feel pretty I'm juicy. Very juicy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> I think when you try and uh, uh, like say it how I say it, it just sounds weird. Yeah, well, I've never heard anyone else describe themselves as juicy unless they're like having a sexy moment. But you're like working hard, feeling, nah, feeling juicy. Juiced. Like yeah, like like yeah, like juice. No, no, I, try, I get it. Like juice for the gills. gills yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like hot on a dance floor, feeling juicy. No, nah, I'm like staring in the mirror, feeling <laughs> juicy, feeling dry. <laughs> Feeling juicy, dry. Oh man! Feeling like <laughs> ready to go. All right, I don't think we should keep these people waiting any longer. I think I'm ready to go. We have a guest to interview All on right. this podcast. Would you like to introduce yeah. him? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, everybody, please welcome uh, Sean Carnes, uh, Master Strong First uh, SFG, uh, very cool dude. Uh, and the original beast tamer. And original mad dog. And original mad mad dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna pause up and bring him in. Talk to you in a sec. All righty, I think we're on. How exciting! Welcome to our humble little office. Nice to have you on, Sean Carnes. Thank you very much. So microphone up, yep. email oh. in your talk. If thank, you can, if you can you very read. Much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'll Should work. Yeah, better. beautiful. Yes, welcome. Thank you. How Good to be here. Seen a lot of your gym in, on on uh, the interweb. Yeah, where are you online? Are you doing stuff online? What's going on for you? Nah, I've got a little bit of Facebook stuff going on. Oh, cool. Um, Buy do, swap do, sell groups. No, <laughs> no, not not quite. Uh, every now and again, I pop a video up there. Cool. Um, most of the time, I, it's like well. People have done this before. They've seen it before. So, yeah, yeah. it's pretty easy to fall into that little mindset. There's it a is. lot going on on the internet. It it it, it is. So, yeah, um, frustrate my kids tremendously because I'm not on anything else but Facebook. So good. Yeah, that's yeah. great for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you can get away with that, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good stuff. Uh, so we've got you in the gym for the set this weekend pretty exciting stuff it's a um, big event compared to what's normally going on in australia so i hear yes uh sfg one mm-hmm. uh it's our strong first uh, kettlebell certification level one uh three days of a lot of fun a <laughs> lot of learning and a little bit of pain yeah, yeah. just a little bit just, okay. just just a little bit but yeah very excited first time in newcastle uh this is going to be the biggest cert uh, that we've run since the very first one in 2013 right yeah here in newcastle yeah Can you believe awesome it? so yeah. good yes we're very lucky to have it i'm absolutely stoked to be a part of this it's pretty exciting mm, stuff. it is pretty cool so 30 people in a cert or 20 something however many people are rocking up for the cert tomorrow uh, feels like a lot for us but you've been saying there's a lot you get much higher numbers internationally Yes, so I teach in um, in Chicago mm-hmm. every year at the Dome, and we've had up to sixty over, uh, people there. Um, when I've taught, I've taught uh, before certification uh, like this in Philadelphia. We had a hundred and ten. What? Oh my uh, God! Attendees. What was that for? Level one. Yeah, level one. Wow! How many assistants were on that? Uh, so I think we had like 30 th- yeah I think there were like 8 teams and each team had 
about four, so about 30, 30 odd assistants, plus team leaders, uh, senior instructors, and then the master. Wow, everyone's congregating for this event. That's huge. <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was a, that was a a big one. I uh, haven't been involved in in big one like that since. Um, but we had in 2019 at the Dome in Chicago, where we had SFG Level One, SFG Two, uh, body weight cert. So that's the kettlebell one, kettlebell two, mm. body weight cert, and barbell cert, and we had. With instructors, over 200, just over 200 people. Oh, my God. My eyes are rolling and you can't hear it in the microphone, but I'm like, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of people. That's yeah. a lot to coordinate. It's a lot of effort. It It is um, a lot of fun. Mm. Very different vibe to a smaller cert. Sure. You know, I've run this with five people um, and, like I say, over 60 people. And, you know... You never you never lose the value. Mm. You just have a different experience. Yeah, sure. So mm. it's the same content and the same uh, amount that you're absorbing from it. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's a totally different event between five and a hundred people. Yeah, my my effort is you know whether you got five or you got a hundred, you get out there and you do your best. Yeah, you're just doing and the same you, thing. You do the same thing. You teach. Awesome. Yeah, you know, same passion. Um, you know, people people have come to learn, mm. and mm -hmm. they've spent some money to learn. They've given up some time mm -hmm. uh, to learn, and it's up to us to, up to me to deliver. Time to facilitate. Yeah. How long so, have you been facilitating for Strong First? Uh, from Strong First since the beginning, uh, we started uh, Strong First started in twenty end of twenty twelve. And uh, prior to that, I was with uh, the RKC. Yep, that's right. Um, and I'd been involved with that since 2004, uh, but working in teaching since 2008. Right, okay. Yeah. And you came from rugby background, that's right? Yeah, I played, I, I played some rugby uh, growing up. Uh, I, well, in South Africa, you play rugby. <laughs> yeah, it's... You don't, you don't really have much of a choice. Uh, in my day, there wasn't much of a choice. You know, if you pitched up there and said, oh, you know, my mommy says I will hurt myself, I can't play rugby. No. Try harder. Yeah, doctor's, doctor's note. That's the only thing that, will, that, that <laughs> they'll take. Yeah. So even a letter from your mom doesn't help. Does, doesn't help. So we, we played rugby at school. And then after that, uh, but I also, I also uh, swam competitively, and then yeah. played some played played some uh, some club rugby. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So uh, we were talking before uh, before we got Sean in here. So I'm doing the Beast Tamer uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell everyone kind of what you've done? With uh, in regards to the beast tamer and what that was all about, and from from the original beast tamer himself, I think everyone likes to hear. Yeah, the the beast tamer is is one of the competitions that or is it a competition or it's a it's an achievement. It's a, it's an achievement. Yeah. It's a challenge. Oh, it's a yeah. challenge. challenge yes. Yeah. So it's one of the challenges that Strong First has that is um it's pretty close to my heart because back in two thousand and five. Uh, they brought out the 48-kilogram kettlebell. 
Right. So it was a new invention. Yeah. <laughs> so that brought out the 40 and the 40 was called the Bulldog. Mm-hmm. And then they brought out the 48 and that they named the Beast. So I think it was a little bit of a marketing ploy. Yeah. But, you know, it, it worked. Was, it worked. <laughs> Everyone has it, one in their gym Everybody's now. got one, man. And, and if you don't have one... You need to get one. You need to get one. Just to stare at. Yeah. You can swing it. You can deadlift it. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. But no one cares about that. Uh, <laughs> I can awkwardly carry it around the gym. Yeah. Well, it's so get, awkward you, to carry you, around. They're so heavy. If you pick up two, it'll be easier. Okay, I'll just get a second one. Yeah. 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 Do you yeah, know how they are? They're so hard to get. Yeah. So, so that, <laughs> it's actually so hard for us to get. If I tried to source one. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Matt, Matt. You know all about this, importer of kettlebells. Yes. You know what's going on. Yeah, so the, the challenge is really three things. You've got to do a strict military press. Uh, you've got to do a strict pull-up. And you've got to do a strict pistol, which is a one-leg squat with the 48. So why is this so challenging? Well, if you're big, like, you know, I weigh a lot. Uh, when I did my cert, I weighed, when I did my challenge, I weighed 116 kilos. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, you know, so the press was not a problem. Mm. Bigger you are, the easier it is to press it. Yeah, it's just a fraction of what you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, pull up, though completely different story right because you've got the weight of your body plus the weight of the bell so if yeah. you weigh more so i was doing like 164 kilo uh, <laughs> pull up pull up yeah, yeah i'm doing a 55 kilo pull up and it's hard work <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah the, the pull up is tough um and then the pistol is great if you've got short limbs um yeah, Hugo, Hugo and I... <laughs> John just looks, comically looks, yeah. looks at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hugo, Hugo's limbs are, are, are pretty darn long. Uh, 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 but when we both... You're both pretty tall, so it's a long way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a, a long way down. That's yeah. a validating moment for you. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it's... And if you look at, like, Hugo and I... Uh, Hugo is built for pulling... Uh, okay what, how, why do you say that up. why he, he's he got a very long humorous mm. uh, so, so funny put, yeah. yeah funny yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly so it, it, his his upper arm is is long right. which means that when he starts pressing his elbow moves away from his body quite a lot which creates a, a greater lever which a lot more force into the shoulder that he's got to overcome right but he's good for pulling because when he does a when he does his pull-up because he's got long humerus his elbows are like around his hips uh mine are still sitting uh, next to my ribs right so he's able to get his chest and neck onto the bar so much quicker I've got a lot further to pull to yeah, get to get okay. to the top. I can see the mechanical disadvantage of short arms now. Yeah, because you have to pull in and get you have to go neck to the bar, right? Neck to the bar. So, so chin has to clear, neck hits the bar for these standards. For the standard, yeah. precisely. And you think well, but the humerus will pull you. You know, you still got. Well, the difference is is that you're actually swinging under the bar, so you're, mm. you're you've always got the pull through your center mass. Mm. Uh, whereas the press 
unless you change the way you press, you're always going to have the, pre- the, the weight outside of your center of your mass, which creates that offset and creates that lever. Yep, further from the fulcrum, you've yeah. got the disadvantage. Mm. Yep. So um, it's been, I understand it's been, a, been, been quite a journey for you to get yeah, here. Absolutely. I mean, I think um, like uh, last, last week in Perth, mm. how, um, so we had uh, one of the participants attempt the Beast Tamer mm. and it reminded me a lot of my first attempt where, you know, this particular person didn't do particularly great, uh, kind of missed all the lifts. And that was my experience in Coogee when you were down in Newco- uh, Australia last. Yes. Missed them all. Um, it was a really big wake-up call. And I had to lo- work on a lot of different qualities, not just pressing, not just pulling, not just pistol squats, a lot of different qualities to bring everything up um, to a standard where I could uh, do it. I also realized that doing it in training isn't the same as doing it on the day with all the things that come up yeah, um, yeah. as well. So it's different to being strong in the gym floor when you're blasting your music, you know, peaking out your training versus getting it, everything to go as planned on the day of like, because it is competition conditions. Yeah, competition is very different to training. Yeah, absolutely. So performing at that level consistently um, at a drop of a hat is uh yeah so i've learned a lot of things but on the way um i've hit many many prs from like uh pulling i think i got up to about 56 60 kilos with my pull up Mm -hmm. which is a lot more than the beast requires uh bent pressing much more weight get ups it is because when you're working with that much weight for so long you kind of get used to working with uh heavier loads yeah um well, that's if 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 forty eight is the heaviest you ever pick up, it's always going to feel heavy. Mm, that's it. Yeah. Oh, totally. That's a good point. So if you if if we have bigger bells, yeah, we'll, yeah. I mean, we'll start shopping around for some big bells. But you need big bells, so there's a and bigger task. So there's a bigger challenge. Bigger, the next bigger thing. Ask. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The next thing. Yeah. So yeah, is yeah. a forty four kilo bell a half bell? Oh wait. wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to ask uh, this a minute okay. ago. Here we go. All right. Okay, so, am so I going to get a lecture? Yeah, yes, you, yes. You, got, you got real bells. Real you got, bells. You got real bells, you got honorary bells, and then you got fake bells. Okay, so real bells are 8 kilos, 12 kilos, 16 kilos, 24, 32, 40, and 48s. Gotcha. All right, those are real bells. Why are they real, Sean? Well, in order to progress you have to put in the work. So if you want to go from a 16 to a 24, you have to put in a lot of work on the 16 before you can start working with the 24. Mm. That helps two ways. You know, one, you build a good base of volume and uh, training experience so you get your skills better. Uh, two is it... You, it allows your connective tissue to catch up and get stronger. And okay. a lot of people hurt their connective tissue. So when somebody says they, they tore their bicep, what does it really mean? It means they, they, the bicep just didn't explode in the middle of the, 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 <laughs> the, your arm. Of course. It, it, the tendon tore off mm. either at the origin or insertion. So it's a connective tissue that wasn't strong enough for the force that the bicep was pulling on. Mm. 
Mm. All right. So it's it's important that you spend time, and kettlebells force you forces you to spend that time at, at that weight and really earn the right to move up. Now, I did say there are honorary kettlebells because a twenty kilogram. So all right, the other reason why they are yeah. uh, why 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 they are real kettlebells is those are the ones that were first produced. So we first and and. It's a 16 kilogram is called in Russia, Russian is called a pood, P O O D. So things were half pood, one pood, one and a half pood. So eight, 16, 24. Mm-hmm. 32 is a double pood, two pood. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and that's why they were produced like that. 12 was an intermediary to get from eight to 16, but that was the original. Mm. Uh, then they added the 40 and the 48. And then came the 20 which and uh, 28 36 and 44 and those are honorary kettlebells because it's really difficult to increase your strength to jump from a 16 to a 24 that's a 50 percent increase in weight huge huge especially so, so people for me like long levers yeah. mechanical disadvantages these sort of things it and was tiny people r- like 8 to 12 is 50 percent yeah and tiny people too yeah and and yeah so exactly so it's going to take a bit of time and you needed that little intermediary. Then you get your fake bells, and your fake bells are your fours and your sixes and your tens and your fourteens and your eighteens and your twenty twos and twenty sixes and thirties. Yeah, those are just fake bells. <laughs> they're getting absolutely blasted in here. Yeah, so, <laughs> they're just out there trying to be bells. Yeah, they're just trying to be bells. But you know they're fake. But if you if you are going to use say a ten, you jump from there as a fourteen. So, yeah, if you stay fake, you've got to stay fake. Right, because then you're stuck on the half. Yeah, you, you can't. I yeah, get you. you, you got, you've got to, you've got to you're So fake, you don't you're think there's a world life, of yeah. like... Yeah. You, you cross over into that world and then you... But if you had a 10, can you use it to leapfrog to the 12 and then get back on? Uh, Not really. And it, it, it can be. It, it can be. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Uh, we had a student back in oh, 2000 and six i think it was around 2005 2006 and the only bells we had were 8 12 16s 24s uh, 32s uh, 40s 48s so she came she weighed probably about 42 kilos Mm. and she wanted to do kettlebells and kettlebells started at eight kilograms it's a lot of work she couldn't press the one kilogram uh, ankle weight overhead ah, Wow! when she started mm. but a month later she was pressing the 8 kilogram kettlebell overhead why if we had give, if we had a 4 kilo in the gym then she would have been doing the 4 kilo in a month sure Be- but because kettlebell started at 8 and she wanted to train with kettlebells she worked 8 was entry level I respect this so much. We talk about this dream of owning a gym that has two kettlebells, an eight Mm. and a 48. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's get on board or yeah, go out. (laughs) If you have big, like if you have those big goals, then you push to that and that's the end goal. Whereas what you're saying is if you have a four kilo kettlebell, that's what you settle for. Exactly. So then you'll mm. you'll go to the four, and then it'll take you a while to get to the six, and then mm. it'll take you a while to get to the eight, and then it'll so take what you about to the ten, and and it's just it's just a long, For complicated, sure. unnecessary journey. 
Mm. What about people who kettlebell, like for the three of us here in the lounge, kettlebells are life, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a lot of what we live and breathe and it's what, what we're doing. Uh, but for a lot of people, they're just training twice or three times a week to get them through an office job. Right. So how does this relate to them? Strength helps with everything. Uh, you want to you, you want to feel good, increase your strength. Uh, aches and pains, strength. So we focus strong first. We focus on strength. Strength is strength is the the, the number one or the master quality. Once you're strong, you can do a whole lot of other things. Um, so think about like longevity. If you want to age gracefully maintain your strength you know you can you know nobody really cares how far you and your walker can go down the road when you're 95 years old um but you'll really be worried about getting up and down off a toilet Mm. if you can't get up and down off a toilet without help get in and out of a shower without help get in and out of a bath without help that's strength Mm. that's quality of life is deteriorated you know, by quite a bit when you need help to do those things. Mm. You know? um, it doesn't really matter whether you can or can't walk down the road with your, with your walker if you can't do those basic things. Yeah, so you got totally. So, so you know, a while back I wrote an article about um, start with the end in mind. Mm. So think of how you want to be when you're old. When you've, you know, when you're 60, and, and old is all different. You know, I used to think 50 was old. Now 50 is really young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, old is always like 30 years ahead of you. Right, you someone know? else is old. You're never old. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then absolutely. there's a point where people start calling themselves old. Yeah, when they, yeah. Yeah, when they realize that they're old, well, that's always good because once you realize that you, you're getting old or you are old, or older than you should be, mm. you know, self-actualization is the start of improvement. Totally, I agree. Yeah. So it's start with the end in mind. So wherever you are, think when you're 90, when my mother-in-law taught me that knees are very, very important when you're older. And she wished <laughs> she had looked after her knees better, her feet and her knees mm. a lot better when she was younger. Yeah. So when we're young, do don't do stupid things that are going to ruin your those your knees and your feet. You're gonna need them when you're older. That's some very direct advice. Take care of your knees and feet, children. Sam. Yeah. Yeah, me. Yeah. 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 We, we we do and and so start with the end in mind. Start strong, be strong, maintain strength. Yep, I respect that a lot. And then build from there. So we use the, the kettlebell as an introduction to teach people how to get strong with weight mm. and how to move weight because it's a really easy weight to be able to move around. So it teaches people how to use or how to use a weight and work with a tool like a heavy tool. And we then take that from there and we take the principles, same principles into bodyweight training and to barbell training yes okay so that's, it all that's one of the through. things about strong first and this style of uh, training that i found was always um 
leagues ahead of other stuff, but also very helpful as a coach is that when we teach in strong first, we teach based on principles yep. and how that translates. Because I, I think when we teach like things like the squat uh, with the kettlebell and you know 16 kilo bell, the same principles can be directly translated over to uh, you know max PR back squat and, and things like that. And I always found those uh, incredibly helpful to kind of lead and to train under those sort of um, circumstances or or pick uh, tools and instructions and programs based around the principles versus the um, the kind of smaller micro details of the system. Absolutely. Uh, and we teach, one of the principles is doesn't matter what weight you're using, treat it as if it's the heaviest weight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we respect every weight. So whether mm. we pick up an eight kilo or we pick up a 48 kilo, we respect it and we do we move the same way. Mm. So we entrench the principle of moving of moving well with the weight. Mm. And so when you get tired or you or you get to a heavier weight, you know you've what you're got doing. your skill, you've got the, the practice. Yeah. Yeah, it's very common to see that. People kind of um getting lazy with the technique, especially when things are light. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you um, like to beat them back in place when we get a lazy cohort. If you get a whole class that's lazy all at once. Yeah, everyone stop, stop, stop. Bells down. Okay, we're doing dead stops for the rest of the session. <laughs> oh, they must, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, they must love you. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, they're used they, to a hard treatment. You know how it is. Like, uh, I hate you for that, but I understand. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I respect you and the boundaries you set for me. <laughs> <laughs> but don't feel bad if we don't hang out after this. Yeah, yeah we're never friends again. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So how did you um, get into the world of kettlebells? in the first place when how did that door oh, okay. open for you so i i guess I, tra- I, I played rugby i was a swimmer i trained with weights from uh, when i was at started university mm-hmm. uh even even entered a, body, a novice bodybuilding competition oh yeah, yeah. shredded back I uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, it was it 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 was fun, but um, yeah, there's certain things you do once. Sure, bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. Famously. Bo- body, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's for some people. I don't know about. I mean, I could I can go in a nice speedo, uh, you know, uh, swimming, <laughs> but prancing on the stage under lights in front of fully clothed people uh doesn't seem like oh sure yeah it's a bit awkward the performance side of it yeah the performance side getting of it. all tanned up it's the flexing for me uh, yeah yeah <laughs> which is strange because i go on stage and i flex too yeah but, but it's, it's funny but it's different like a lot of it yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah but that, you see in the bo- in bodybuilding they're judging it's not they're, funny they're, they're judging they're physically judging oh, yeah i'm just trying to be like have fun and be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh so i did i did weights and I, I trained and i enjoyed strength training and i built up my own personal you know collection of weights at home and got married and our children and i realized that even the 15 minutes drive to the gym and the 15 minutes drive back with weights at home i can get the job done yeah easier. we see a lot of that people drop off when they have kids you get yeah. priorities time is very important yeah time time's not time's not renewable mm. everything else is mm. so i built up my home gym and yeah 
ended up finishing with four kids in 2003. A small litter. Yeah. So the last one came 2003, uh, all within five years. So they were very young and quite a handful. Mm. And I, I saw in the men's health this little thing on kettlebells. And I ordered eight, a 12, and a 16. And Pavel's from Russia with Tough Love VHS video. Oh, that's the one from Russia with, with Love. That's what it's called. Yeah, so no. no that's the James Bond that's film. That's James Bond. Pavel has his own. What is it? With Tough, tough Love. love. Oh. From Russia with Tough Love. From okay. Comrade. So the James, so it's based, comrade. Yeah, Comrade. <laughs> so. You I, read a men's health magazine and that led you down to Pavel. Yeah, just this little thing that said about. And so then I got huh. that. I got the Russian Kettlebell Challenge book. Okay, see, um, the old company, right? Yeah, so he wrote the, the first book was this Russian Kettlebell Challenge, and I started working with that. That was 2003. Uh, I quickly realized that I needed a 24 and a 32. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a 24 and a 32, and I started training with this, and I'd, yeah, I'd put on the VHS video, and watch it and do my swings and I'd ask my wife so and she'd say just like Pavel oh love uh, that panel on the back yeah and then I <laughs> one of my friends who was injured he was uh, a top rugby player a uh, spring, uh, uh, springback rugby player at the time um, injured and I said he, he needs to do kettlebells and he said Yo, you need to know more about kettlebells so yeah, challenge accepted so I I went and I looked and I found uh, Pavel online. Uh, well, I found uh, Mike Marler and he recommended that I, I, I book on the RKC, mm. uh, so, which I did. Uh, in this, in, I think it was the September, beginning of October of 2004. And I went and did my RKC. And I realized in the first half an hour that for a year my wife had been lying to me. Oh. I <laughs> did not swing at all like Pavel. Oh, she probably didn't know. Oh, she was watching the video. She should have known. Oh, uh, she's I mean, not. I didn't, I didn't see myself. I mean, back then we didn't have these fancy little camera, uh, uh, right. yeah, phones that you could just video you and you can see. You were literally relying on your wife for honesty, not just for positive feedback. That was my <laughs> form look. Honey. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not sure if I could have taken it if she had been very critical. <laughs> what but. <did> <laughs> And she was doing actual form check instead of just ego feeding. Just, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not like that. Like yeah, this. Yeah, that, yeah. You listen, see, listen. You, see, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> see how Pavel's doing it? Yeah. yeah. Bend, bend the knees. Bend bend the knees. Hitch, two squat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a little squatty, that swing. She comes out yeah. with a bit of tough love. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know about tough love then. A couple of karate chops <laughs> yeah. on the back of the leg. <laughs> yeah, so I did my cert then and I realized, wow, I, I'd ready for a year, had treated or used my kettlebells more as a doorstop. Right, okay. And to collect collect dirt and dust. And anybody who's got kettlebells, who's in, invested some money in kettlebells and they've got them at home and you're trying to learn off the internet, uh, go, uh, going to the University of YouTube, you know, my recommendation is find a coach. Mm. Find a coach. You know, I one of my favorite shows because of the humor in it is so you think you can dance i don't know if you ever watched that show. it was pretty yeah. unexpected call just then yeah. from, from you now um because 
initially when they started, they weren't very PC about it. So they got, they showed a lot of people who really couldn't dance, oh. <laughs> which, which is what really grabbed me because <laughs> I can't dance that well. Uh, so I would sit and I'd laugh at, at these yeah, these people running these around people. like now nowadays nowadays they 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 kind of gloss over that and they show more of the really good people. But back then it was yeah it was really really funny. Uh, but then you, they progressed it into really great dancers. Right. And we'd watch this and we got quite hooked on it. And it, but it didn't make me a better dancer. Right. Just watching them oh. didn't make me a better dancer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just watching a YouTube video doesn't necessarily make you a better kettlebell practitioner. Gotcha. I thought you were just about to tell me that you're into ballroom now. You're going international. No, <laughs> no not, not not quite yet. But I think ballroom maybe will fit my style a bit better. Amazing. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, more, can... it's more structured and, and, and disciplined. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the thing, the point is that if you want to learn to dance properly, go get an instructor because they'll, they'll say, put the foot there. Yeah, which okay. could be this much, mm. you know, two centimeters, mm. and it makes the world of difference. And in kettlebells, it's the same thing. You know, just by looking and saying, move your foot two centimeters wider, and they get a whole lot more range of motion. Mm. And the, the exercise becomes so much value, more valuable. Yeah, it's more it, powerful. It's more powerful, but, but every single repetition after this point that you've corrected is now bigger returns on investment exactly. every single time and then they can leverage that return on investment year after year after day after day after month after month exactly. so the return is exponential and it could only be one thing you're like oh yeah i could have done that but you didn't yeah you didn't and now every single time and then if you have a coach obviously obviously making more corrections and you're again leveraging your skills and strength using heavier bells yeah absolutely so a good just going in and just learning the basics the fundamentals from a coach a good coach one who is qualified um strong first preferably uh, and they you know the quality you're going to get and they you will learn so much in a half day workshop that will actually make what you spent on those kettlebells an investment rather than an expense sure yeah so you'll really start getting some value out of them mm. um if you've been working with kettlebells and never had an instructor guarantee you will learn something from working with somebody in person mm. uh, um why do i say preferably strong first well because i represent strong first of sure. course but we have a we have a standard. So this weekend, we have a whole stack over 20 people coming in uh, to learn. And these people have been training six to nine months for this weekend. They don't get a certificate because they pitched up and paid some attention, right? They get a certificate when they pass the standards required to be a good instructor uh, when they can actually demonstrate it properly when they can do not just you know 
talk, but actually walk the talk. Um, and if they don't get it, so there will be people this weekend who will will get their certification, and there will be people this weekend that won't get it yet. Mm. They haven't failed. They'll have time to polish up their skills to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, with this certification, they have three months uh, to polish up the skills that they didn't get, and then come, then send you know videos to me, and we get them get them certified after that. But we don't give it away. Mm, you can't so just buy the certificate. You can't you can't buy the certificate. So when you see somebody who is strong first certified, you know that they have gone through, and we try keep this we we. We try to maintain the standard internationally at the same level that everybody's gone through the same and you know what you're getting. You know you're going to get a good, co- a good coach, mm. somebody who has, follow- has gone through this process. And that's why yeah, I'm, I don't know about other systems. Um, I have heard that uh, in other fitness, not kettlebells, but other fitness um, modalities people just pay their money pitch up and get a certificate mm. uh, yeah that's more of what i've heard yeah well that's been my experience up until strong first yeah and and how did you feel when you were knocking it out of the park and the guy next to you yeah you're like well what was the you know you lose respect for the system and for the the practitioners like running mm-hmm. whatever it is they're running um it's really hard and then that I mean like a lot of what Sam and I talk about is the uh, the fitness industry in general mm-hmm. and things like that that are problematic yeah. because it's all well and good if you buy your certs and if you you know people are just handing them out no one that's not important but it bleeds down to people who are seeing you and their experience mm-hmm. what they want to getting out of exercise because for a lot of people uh doing this stuff is pretty important we look at quality of life we look at you know some of their goals and what they want to achieve and if they're getting subpar because people are trying to make a dime out of selling certifications that sort of thing that's that's where i have a problem with yeah the whole the whole thing right yeah so so people come to a coach to learn yes and if you're not, if you just got your, if you just bought your certifications, there's a great chance that you're going to hurt somebody. Yeah, and then they're stuck in the, um, that the they're stuck the, in the injury cycle. Yes, more. they're probably yeah. already in it because they're living a life that yeah. is or, like, or worse, they don't want to try this again. Yeah, you e- freak them exactly. out. Exactly, and we then, see a lot and of they that. come and see someone like me, and like, and we've we've seen a lot of these people in this room. Hey, I've this happened and this happened. I had a really bad experience. I hope you guys are better. Yeah, Ket- kettlebells hurt me. Yeah, kettlebells yeah. hurt me. Swings hurt me. These sort of things. Yeah, and it's and they're I'm not surprised why they think that. No, because it's it's kind of what the I mean the current industry pushes out. But yeah, it's pretty prevalent in what's happening. Um, so this is very important. Why you know I get all my coaches to do the level one because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know it's impossible to achieve the level of standard that you're coaching at Valkyrie without having to do that. Or having to work towards that, yeah, and then you know it just spits out good, not if not great coaches from day dot, yeah, and 
what going back to what you said about your beast tamer journey so that 2019 in kuji beach mm. uh, or tw- kuji beach was 2019 mm. so that's three years ago mm. and you've been on this journey and you've learned not just about pressing pistols and pull-ups you've learned so much about your body and your sh- and structuring programming and what works what doesn't work mm. um and yeah, when you go when you go for this journey to do your level one cert to prepare to to pass the physical requirements of the cert yes you you, you go through that journey you learn so much about yourself yes. it's not the three days it's not the three it's days the it's the journey to the three days exactly three days is just the it's, three days is just the culmination it's just of, a party of, really yeah it's yeah. It's, it's it's your it, it's your graduation party that's yeah. so funny you say that. I keep thinking I feel like I've done the work. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, so yeah. I feel like I've done the work. And then I'm like, this weekend's kind of the celebration. But for, like, in actual fact, this weekend is the work, but my mindset has built me up to the point where this weekend's kind of, well, no, you know. Yeah, yes, yes, but you've, you've done the work mm. so that you can learn over the weekend. Yeah. And you don't suffer. Absorb it. Yeah, so you can really get the most out of what Sean has to teach and what the assistants have to teach is because you can really be like, I am, I'm feeling strong, I'm feeling fit, I don't need to, uh, I'm not out of breath, I can pay attention, I can write things down, I can do this. So when I yeah. come back and I'm in front, of, in front of my students, my members, I can pass it on. And I'm enthusiastic because it wasn't a bad experience, it was a great experience. Yeah, it wasn't broken by it. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> smashed by it because people do, they're not prepared and this, and this is what yeah. happens, yeah. Yeah. Although it's going to be interesting to interview you on Sunday after the weekend. Oh, you, you, you want to interview me on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, when I hobble out of the room, I can hobble. Oh, walk. no, 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 you know, you learn about yourself. You learn where your limits are. You know, mm. you, 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 just, you just become a better coach. Um, and to me, a good coach is an empathetic coach, not a sympathetic coach. And That's the diff- uh, Sam's wheelhouse right there. Yeah, you're yeah. hitting me right in the feelings yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, empathy is, you know, when you guys do your 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 testing on Sunday, I have empathy for you. I've been there. I've I mean I don't I've I've had to test mm. multiple times mm. over the years. Uh, I've got empathy for you. That that is I have an understanding of what you're going through, and because I have an understanding of what you're going through, I can metaphorically take you by the hand and lead you through it Mm. and that gives you confidence in you as a person that you have the ability to do this Uh, because you've got somebody holding your hand taking you through and saying i've been here before Mm. it's okay Mm. come whereas sympathy is oh shame it's okay Sorry about how you don't you yeah. don't need to do it. Why don't you just go to the pub and have a beer? Don't worry yeah. about it. You've yeah. worked hard. You've, yeah, worked, you've, hard. Worked, you've worked You've worked hard. Take a break. Yeah, exactly. So we want empathetic coaches 
We don't want sympathetic coaches. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's uh, allowing someone to sit in the hard time and just being there on the periphery for someone is really important. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you only get sympathy uh, from the people around you, you will never grow. Yeah, sympathy is no good. No. Compassion is pain with someone. That's what we're yeah. looking for here. Yeah, you want, you want somebody who's, who understands and but says you still need to do it. So mm. I had a, I had a guy, and he came to me and he said, "I'm getting married in what was it? Five weeks, I think it was." And he's got ten kilos he wants to lose. What? Yeah, that's extreme. Yeah. So he says he wants to be the day that he's going to have the most uh, photos taken of him. He wants to be able to say that day he had a six pack. So it's okay. That's oh cool. So, but you're going to have to do everything I say. And 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 the diet's going to be extreme. Mm. Uh, the the work is going to be hard. Uh, but you have to be committed. He said, no, you'll be committed. And the one day he finished, well, he hadn't, no, he, he, he thought he had finished. He lay down on the ground and he said oh lord have mercy <laughs> god i feel that and i said to him the lord's got mercy but i ain't the lord <laughs> get up we have another set to do oh. so i know it's hard but let's keep moving you and set this goal you set this goal you're the one who told me what you wanted to achieve i'm here to keep you honest and uh, and true to your goal he did it. He did it. Oh. He did it. Shortly thereafter, I think he gained back, gained most of it back. But that's because he just decided that there was it, there was the one time in his life, and there was he, there was that's done. all he needed. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's Never fine. do that okay. again. Yeah, that, I mean, he didn't say he wanted to have a six pack for the rest of his life or for yeah. That's true. It just that day, he looks at those pictures. He knows under there, there's a six pack. Wow, good for him, huh? And his wife can attest to it. Oh, great. For one <laughs> night of her life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Yeah. Thanks, that was great. Didn't see you for 10 weeks or whatever. <laughs> but it's living at Sean's house. Yeah, yeah. Just but it's, 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 it's work and, it's, and as a good coach, you understand what they need to go through and you've been along that route. So I've done the, the snatches. I've done all of this. Mm. I've done, I can help somebody get there mm. yeah would you would you follow somebody up to the top of mount everest who's never been there before yeah you're right yeah yeah you want them to you know you're going to be scared you know you're going to have challenges you know you're going to have times where you want to turn around uh or times where you don't want to turn around and you should uh you need somebody to you want somebody who's leading to show you the way mm. uh and not to not not to allow you to succumb to your your weaknesses yeah your own demons totally. yeah your, your own demons yes so bring them along and that's what a good coach does is 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 helps people help people to cross those bridges and to fight those demons that they've got and to be better and to be stronger now whether you're a beast tamer or you can only press the eight kilo bell um, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to press a little bit more than that. But Thank what you. I'm saying is that, it, you know, if, like, 
the one lady who came, one kilo was the heaviest she could press overhead. Yeah, and a month, She was pressing the eight. Now, if I get somebody who comes uh, and they can press a 44 and I get them to press a 48, um, which one's more impressive? Mm. They're both imp- they're both very impressive. Yeah. So in their own right. In in their own right. Mm. So as as a coach, I never look and go, "Oh, you're just weak because you can't press." Oh, the, no. this. And it's many of it's, it's like no. You, you know, look where you look where you've come from. Totally. You know, where, you know, and not don't look where you don't look where you're going. Yeah, I get that. Only. Yeah. So you know, if you've ever walked in the mountains. It's good to look what your goal is, but every now and again to turn around when you feel like stopping and you're thinking you just you're just no closer to the peak to turn around and look back where you've come from and you realize you've done you you've you've actually progressed a lot. I'm looking back down on the mountain now. Yeah. Mm. And see where you've there, come from. We're nearly there. Yeah. <laughs> so one one lady, she was she was training and She's like, oh, these swings are no easier than when I started a year ago. Mm, she's not wrong. And she's like, they're just so difficult. And I thought they'll get easier. So my wife said to her, well, what are you swinging with? What, what did we start swinging with? She says, an eight kilo kettlebell. She says, and what are you swinging with now? A 24 kilo kettlebell. She says, <laughs> so it's no harder, but it's no easier. Mm. She says, yes. So, well, that's how we know you got stronger. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. If it, if it was harder to swing the 24, more effort, you haven't got stronger. No. And if it was easier, well, then well, you move up. You got move, but, move. But, you know, that's the, that's the point also of a good coach mm. is, to, is to keep the weight challenging. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and there's... There's always, there's three types of weights, uh, always. There's weights that shout at you, weights that whisper to you, and weights that talk to you. Mm-hmm. And when you start, maybe the eight was whispering to you, so it's too light for you to feel what to do properly. Mm-hmm. The 16 was talking to you, but the 24 was shouting at you. So which means 24 was just so heavy that all you could think of is, I hope I just don't die under this. Okay, so that's yeah, your man. focus. Your focus is on survival. Yeah, focus on survival when you go to weight that shouts at you. Too much feedback. Too much. Too much feedback. You want to have a weight that talks to you. Now, as you get stronger, so those weights change. Sure, the numbers change. The numbers right. change, but the, you still want to work with that one that talks to you. Sure. And that's what that lady was doing. Is yep. we were moving her along the weights that talk to her, and she was three times stronger. Yeah. Without realizing it. Amazing. Be a great so progression. She, she was looking ahead and she's looking at where she was now and how she's feeling now. We had to show her where she had come from totally. for her to realize, oh, yeah, I have got better and I have got stronger. Big journeys. Yeah. yeah. Big journeys. Honey. Oh, I didn't realize how much of a tearjerker this was going to be. It's always a tearjerker, mate. Oh, it's <laughs> That's good how this stuff. works. Yes, we do. This is the uh, theme of the podcast every week. Very real talks in here. Yeah. Good. Uh, we could probably keep you in here for actually hours. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But we'll um, probably not do that. Speaking of coaching, I have to coach soon. 
Oh, that's right. Yes. I yeah. Have, I so have we to, own yeah. a gym. Like, there's a gym out there. Yeah, the gym outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. People yes. come and train and do. Train, so yeah, there's so. other things. So we do this podcast, but then there's also this whole other world of the gym. Yeah, well, it's, it's all it's all the now is the practice, right? Now it's the practice. Oh, this is all the talk, and we got to do the walk now. Time to do it. Time to walk the walk. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with yeah, us. Oh no, thank Great. you so much for having me. Absolutely, pleasure. It's, it's been uh, really good. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, uh, you know, first SFG one in Australia that I've run in person for th- over three years. Oh, exciting! Uh, it's so exciting. So it's and, a big and, one too. Yeah, and a nice big one in Newcastle. Yeah. In sunny uh, Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Rainy Newcastle. <laughs> don't look out the window. Don't look out the window. I was in Queensland at the, what's it, the Sunshine State, and it wasn't sunny at all it's these like, days. <laughs> <laughs> what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> advertising. Yeah. yeah. All right. But it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, Looking forward to it. It is going to be great. Thanks so much, Sean. And yeah, uh, so much. Hugo, it's time for us to hone in and get ready for the weekend. Yeah, mate. I'm with you. All right. Cheers. We'll see you next Thursday. All right. See you then. All right. Bye. Bye.